0: Hello, hello, and welcome to The Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas. The Vegas Voice, the voice for your health, wealth, and good times. It's the free monthly magazine. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Hey, everybody, John the announcer here, and man, oh, man, do we got a cool show coming up. Up first, she's gorgeous, smart, talented and amazing actress and recording artist, Darcy Donovan joins us. Then at the bottom of the hour, another amazing woman. She's a a motivational speaker, author, entrepreneur. Uh, She she does all kinds of stuff too. And she's the daughter of the founder of Chick-fil-A, Trudy White joins us. But first, we bring on the host here, is comic impressionist Rich Nadoli how you doing john the announcer doing fine doing fine
1: rainy and gloomy here in vegas I
0: love it it's a nice change of pace yeah so we got nice break from all that sunshine
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that's one way to look at it right so we got a great show here uh we got first up we got uh we got darcy donovan on the line how are you darcy hi rich
2: how are you doing hey
1: really good so your bio is very impressive um, oh, thank you. Crypto queen. I see. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to dig into that a little bit here. So uh, let's chat. Let's chat about um, what you've been doing first of all. And, uh, and then we'll talk about the, the, the crypto stuff. All right. So you got, uh, you you're, you're, you know, you're an, you're an actress, right? Right. Yes. So tell us about, about that. Any new projects you're doing now or. Well,
2: um, right now, I just did uh, a movie, Secret Agent Dingledorf and his trusty dog Splat, and I know that that's it's a funny title, but it's uh, based on a popular kids' book series, mm-hmm. and um, it's a really great like family film. So I, I you know, been uh, uh, going around, t- you know, telling everybody about how great it is. It's on Amazon Prime, and uh, it's great for the holidays and like all year long. But it's got a really great message and paul johansson um i play his love interest um paul you know paul's been in uh one tree hill mad men you name it he's been in so many movies it's ridiculous (laughs) but um he plays my love interest agent 001 and uh i play anna his his girlfriend in the in the movie and it's just a really cute show but yeah it's different than it's 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 kind of like, because uh, I was an anchorman with Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd, and it's kind of like that, but for kids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
2: yeah, a, it's yeah. like a, yeah, a slapstick, you know, you leave your brain at the door and you just laugh, but it's got a really good message for kids. It talks, you know, it has in there about bullying and about, you know, um, understanding and, and it, there's just a lot of things in there that are really cute. So.
1: Yeah, and so now you, you, know, you were born in Miami, you were raised in Nashville, right? Right, right. So tell me about that. So that you started singing then in Nashville? Is that where you started doing your singing stuff? Well,
2: my parents, um, my dad was going, you know, to pro, he was wanted to be a pro baseball player. So he went into, he was in Miami and Dade County that I was born. So mm-hmm. my parents ended up getting a divorce and then my mom moved back to Nashville, you know, where my grandparents lived and everything. And um, that's kind of when, like, uh, I just started singing, because she put me in private school, and so, you know, we went to, I was in church, and I was like the lead in the choir and all that kind of stuff, so I was really young, I started out singing, so that was always kind of my love, you know, I started uh, you know, singing uh, solos at church and doing all these kind of things. So that's kind of where that, that came about. It just, you know, I just loved it. You know, you know it's so my inter- mom and I would be singing too.
1: <laughs> it's so car. interesting because, you know, I don't, I don't, we have a lot of singers on the show, and 98% of them started in the church.
2: Yeah. It's, it's true. like a great I
1: mean, what a great breeding ground for for singing talent. I, you know, some of the best singers they all come out of the church, <laughs> you know. Yeah,
2: Kate, Katy Katie Perry, you know, she's a, I think she's a great singer and she came from the church too. So you're absolutely right. A lot of Reese Franklin, Yeah, I mean, Whitney, Whitney
1: Houston, Houston yeah. yeah. They um I think Mariah um, Carey probably did too, right?
2: I don't know. I don't know about Mariah. I I I don't know about her in church, but I do know <laughs> Yeah, I do know that you know I, uh, I I I do know that you know Aretha Franklin and I do know about you know um, Katy Perry's parents were big in the church and so she was always singing. Yeah, so I do think there is something. I think God's like, hey, you know, these are my singers. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna you know put them out there. Who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah. So now you so you were like a you were like a child actor. I don't know if people realize right. You start how how young were yeah. you when you first did your first acting role?
2: Um, God. Uh, let's see, the first one that I did, I was about seven or eight. Gosh. It was about, probably a seven. Well, the thing was is that I was in school, and I ended up beating, like, they had a thing out, like, you know, for, uh, oh, being a telephone shooting commercial and do this stuff. So my friends were doing it, and I was like, oh, that looks like fun. So I ended up my mom took me and uh she was a, there was a famous actress and she was teaching commercial and all this stuff so you got that and then you actually you know went in front of casting directors and I was real young so I ended up beating out like hundreds of other kids for the role you know in my first television commercial and from there I appeared on you know other national television commercials and so and I was doing my singing and all that at the same time but basically you know at first I, I enjoyed it but then I didn't enjoy it cuz I remembered all my lines and I was like right on boom 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 and I enjoyed the process but there was like a he was like 18 or 19 and here I was 7 and he wasn't remembering his lines so we had to do like 20 to 30 takes and I remember after that I was just like mommy I don't know if I want to do this anymore.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, like, wow, you, that's so funny. Yeah. So now, did, was this in Nashville? Were you were you auditioning? It was in Nashville. Yeah
3: yeah so they had
1: a lot they had a lot of auditions and stuff going for for acting things in nashville
2: yeah not as quite as much as you know probably i would say definitely not in la or new york but definitely you know nashville's probably it's it's you know probably third or fourth but yeah there was a lot of stuff going on um and it, it was just something that came natural to me you know my mom always told me i was a ham when i was a little kid so i think that's just you know, I just got in front of the camera and I just did my thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now what what now I want to ask you about your you had a single called It's My Life. Tell me about that.
2: Oh yeah. It's my life went to the top of the charts and, and Yeah, one hundred dan- dance
1: one hundred dance billboard charts, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I was really excited and here's the funny thing. You never know what's going to hit, you know, with fans. There was another song that I did and I thought, Oh, that's going to be the hit. You know, that's going to be the one. Yeah. And it was, it was, that wasn't the one (laughs) everybody went nuts over. It's my life. So, you know, um, and, and there, yeah, I did super bad, but we did the remix in, uh, November of 2017 and it charted on the top of the hundred dance billboard charts in like four countries. So I was just like, wow. You know, I was, very, very humbled and blessed. and I was so thankful to the fans, you know, for, um, you know, for giving me that opportunity. Because without them, you know, you, you really wouldn't have anything.
1: So. Yeah, no, that's amazing. <laughs> Where, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Darcy Donovan. She's an uh, actress, singer, and she's also known... uh <laughs> which we're going to talk about after the break. we known as the crypto queen. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. Let's take a quick break and more to talk with uh, Darcy Donovan right after this.
0: Folks, you're tuned to The Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHB Las Vegas. The Vegas Voice, it really is the voice for your health, wealth, and good times. I encourage you to learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Stick around. Darcy, Rich, and I return following these brief messages.
3: Or you might know him better as Mr. Big is out handling a dispute But he did want to say thank you For listening to Vintage Vegas Crime Botter Every week He also wants to remind you You can get copies of his books on Amazon Just simply search Wayne Klingman That's spelled C-L-I-N-G-M-A-N Again, Wayne Klingman For the best in Vegas reading materials
4: Hi there, I'm pretty sure I'm Bruce Baum, and if you like hot sauce, you're going to really like my new Noggin Blast organic hot sauces, available at nogginblast.com. These are hot sauces the whole family can enjoy, depending on how you raise your family. Every bottle is signed by me, whether you want me to or not. So if you want some, it's at nogginblast.com. That's N-O-G-G-I-N. B-L-A-S-T, Nogginblast.com, Nogginblast.com.
0: The quick and painless commercial break, just the way you like them. Now, here again, the host, comic impressionist, Rich Nadoli.
1: We are back. We're talking to uh, actress, singer, producer, writer, and k- crypto, I want to say crypto. I almost like, said like Elmer Fudd. Um, I was going to say quip- crypto queen, <laughs> Darcy Donovan. Um, so Darcy, so now the crypto queen thing. Look, look, I'm just now getting into some of these cryptos, and you know they're up right. and down, they're up and down, and and things like that. But um, tell me about this. Tell me about what you know the cryptos and what you recommend and what if it's good for people and that kind of thing.
2: Oh, great. Well, I have. I do have. Um, you know, my favorite cryptos that I've invested in. And the thing is is that I get a lot of offers from a lot of companies. Hey, work with me. But I always do my background check and, you know, I have my team. We look into everything. Um, I just don't believe in, you know, diluting your brain is in terms of uh, you're only as good as as who you are. And I always like to say, hey, if I'm going to be behind something, I'm using it. Or I've invested in it, you know. So if I go down, it's like, hey, they're going down. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it. The one thing about with crypto is that I try to tell people because you're in Vegas, so everybody listening that's in Vegas or has been to Vegas, the one thing is is that um, I tell people to invest with money like you would take to Vegas. And uh, the best analogy, because that's what I'm known for in the crypto community, is my analogies. And you know, when you go to Vegas you take so much money and then you're like, Hey, this is my money. If, if I lose it. Okay. Oh, well, but if I, yeah. if I get $2,500, I, I put a hundred dollars in get $2,500 and people do that all the time. So it's yeah, like yeah. that can happen. So there was just recently, um, uh, a man, he put, he invested $500. He ended up having, he went into a coma and then woke up out of the coma like a year and a half, I think, two years later, and he ended up worth six hundred and fifty million. So wow. this this happens. Somebody invested five thousand and now they're worth five point four billion dollars. So, you know, the thing is is that it's an investment. So I tell people, hold, 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 you know, especially the things that I'm going to be, everybody listening, I'm telling you, get a pen and paper and write down what I'm telling you because this is, I mean, I'm, it's basically if you're like getting in on the bottom of Google or Amazon, this is the perfect time right now. So, um, you know, I invested in, in all of these companies. I believed in them. I pro- promote them to my seven, you know, plus million fans and you know i i know the founders they and met uh, met me and they invited me to the you know to work with them on a particular uh, crypto that i'm been promoting and and working with as their cmo um so ecoin finance mm-hmm. so that's they're really really great company um everybody that you know i'm going to be talking about is uh, somebody that i would say hey this is somebody to put your money into, but you know, I did my research on all these companies. I, you know, know their background, I know their CEOs, I know what what's going on with them, and uh, you know, I, I, everybody listen. I'm telling you, these they're doing really well, and there's a lot of things that they've got going on that uh, uh, you definitely want to get in on right now. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, and so what? Uh, so, so which, so which cryptos in specific would you say would, would be good to, to for to jump okay. into?
2: Okay, so the first one I'm going to say is Ecoin Finance. Ecoin Finance—that's the one that I'm the CMO of. They've got a lot of stuff coming up within. They're like the sleeping giant, so you definitely want to get in on them. The second one is Flavors BSC. So Flavors BSC—they're a really great company too. Um, you know for people that are or don't understand yeah there's things called mining and and uh reflections and all these kind of things and with these companies that i'm telling you about there's a lot of added attributes that you're going to get along with you know putting money into them so ecoin finance uh flavors bsc and x mooney x and then m-o-o-n-e y um, they are really a, a great company. They just had an advisor. His name is Thomas, and he's come on board, and um, he's bringing a lot. He's, he's coming from another company, which is the next company, SafeMoon. And uh, SafeMoon is, I'm telling you, is a hot commodity right now. And everybody definitely wants to get on, on all four of these. But my those are my top picks. And, uh, you know, SafeMoon is is. Definitely uh, very big. So first one is Ecoins Finance. Second flavors BSC X Mooney. They got a new advisor Thomas, who everybody in the crypto community knows who he is, and he came from Safe Moon and uh, is bringing his knowledge from other cryptocurrencies um, to X Mooney. And then Safe Moon is one of my favorites as well. So, you know, I have them all. Everybody knows I've invested into it all. I also had my mom invest into it. And everybody knows when you have your parents invest into stuff, you better make sure, you know, otherwise you're going to hear it from them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's good. So so the middle one was that one was flavors, like, like flavor, like taste, you know, flavors. Yeah,
2: like flavors, like ice cream flavors. So it's F L A V O R S. And then capital B, capital S, capital C. And then X, Mooney, capital X, and then Mooney, M O O N E Y. And then Safe Moon, just like it sounds Safe, S A F E E, and then Moon, M O O N. And uh, Ecoin is capital E, and then Coins, B O I N, finance.
1: Yeah, so. that's great. And so, and, and people, the, the good thing about these cryptos is you don't have to invest a lot of money. I mean, people just can yeah, put in 50 bucks do. or 20. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah, because some people, what I've noticed, you know, um, and everybody, if you get on my Twitter, go to at Darcy Donovan, and it's spelled D O N A, not D O N O. But if you get on my Twitter, you'll go, on, it's good to get into what's called spaces. And you can listen to everybody and you can hear what's going on. And that's how you kind of learn. Because there's a lot of people that don't, they're, they come in, they're like, I don't really know anything about this. You know, I don't know all the terminology and all the technical stuff, and that's fine. You know, people don't know about you know crypto wallets or debit cards or you know reflections and all that stuff. And I tell them, I said, that's fine. You know, you don't need to. You know, um, they actually get in touch with me and they're like, Darcy, can you help me? Can you walk me through? And and I walk them through, you know, what to invest. And I say, do something that you're comfortable with. If it's fifty bucks, put fifty bucks in there. You know, yeah. if you're like, hey, I want to do five hundred or a thousand. You know, I have some friends recently. They say, hey, I want to invest a thousand bucks. And I said, well. Um, invest it, you know, in all four. And so basically, you know, they're going to invest in all of them and they're just going to put, you know, um, you know, divide four into a thousand. And so that's what they're going to be putting into each one. And I said, that's great. And then you sit on it and it's kind of like, you know, you got to let it cook. People just, you know, want uh, it's it's like the stock market, but better, you know, right, it's right. just, it's not, you can't just like, sit here and, and go overnight and go, Oh, you know, that's not how, I mean, even Google and Amazon, I mean, I have friends that could have been invested into eBay when it first came out and they want to kick themselves. So that's why I'm trying to say everybody listening, this is it. This you're at the perfect time. I mean, you know, if you, if you don't do it now, then I mean, uh, you might be a little too late if you wait too long, but it's just, this is the time to get now. If anybody needs help, of setting up a wallet understanding how it goes i can tell them what to do you know just tell them to you know go to my twitter that's where i do a lot of my crypto stuff and talk to people and um it's a it's a really good community i mean you get people that are really like when i try to tell people in business don't put your emotions into it because it's same thing with acting when you go in there you know when you're we- meeting with you know a list celebrities and stuff. If you go in there with hat in hand and you're just like, oh, please hire me, please. You know, then yeah. it's like people can uh, they can sit there and they get a little um, they can feel that need, you know, that hunger. Oh, they they
1: give yeah, know. yeah. Yeah.
2: It's like a it's like a you know wolf going oh my god you're a little sheep you, you know I can't trust you to be on a huge set right right that's exactly yeah. yeah
1: you know what it's 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 like a a desperation thing that turns them off exactly. you know you exactly. know there's a, there's a exactly. story that goes with that George Hamilton the actor told a story one time where where he had he had lost everything he couldn't get any more work he was broke and he was meeting, supposed to meet uh, a movie producer for lunch for a role that he really, really wanted that could have that would have helped him his career. So he he knows he didn't have any money or anything. He was kind of down and out, but but he rented somehow a uh, a Rolls Royce so he would pull up with the <laughs> Rolls Royce in front of the window of the restaurant so the producer would see him and he appeared rich and of course successful. And he got the role by doing that. And he said, Had this guy known I really needed this role, he would have never given it to me.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, so it's true. It's true. And that's the way I, I tell people to, when they're getting into crypto, to be just like that. Like, I, you know, I listen into a lot of crypto uh, spaces and things like that. And I mean, there's a lot of, you know, Snoop is one of my friends, Snoop Dogg, and he's, you know, he's big into crypto. Um, There's a lot of other, you know, celebrities that are into it. Timberland, I was in a space with Timberland, the producer, you know, and uh, with everything that Facebook's rolling out with the metaverse and all this stuff. I mean, there's a lot of things that people don't realize that are, are, are really big and are life changing. Like we're right now in the time of. Things are changing, and some people are like, "I don't understand crypto and all this, and oh, it's too complicated, or it's going to go away." And I said, "No, it's no different. It's digital money. I mean, but yeah. you yeah. use digital money when you or when you order a ticket at a movie theater, or you order Amazon. Anything that you order—that's digital money right there. It's one count of numbers going into another account. But the great thing about crypto is, you know, you have to break into hundreds, of thousands of of computers to try to hack something to where. You know when you get a bank you have one you know it's one bank right one computer so it's like it's it's more hackable and you know it's also you know government owned to where you know crypto is decentralized so it's basically you know for the people so that that's that's the great thing about you know being in crypto and there is a a show um rich i'll tell you to watch it It's, it's called startup now it's not the korean version not the asian version of it but it's the it's uh, the other version because I, I found out there was another show that says The Startup on Netflix. But um, it really goes into crypto and it talks about, um, explains it in a, in more depth. So that's why I tell people, you know, watch the show. And actually, that's what I did. I told my mom to watch it. And she got into it and was like, oh, now I understand. And then she doesn't really understand. She's just telling me that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, I want to mention, I want to, I want to mention your, your website, which is uh, Darcy Donovan, and Donovan is dot com. So folks can go to DarcyDonovan.com to learn more about Darcy and what she's, what she's cooking up and, and the crypto and all that good stuff. And uh, I want to thank you so much for being on, Darcy. Come back at a later date. We'll chat some more.
2: Thank you, Rich, and for everybody listening, Rich too. You guys invest, uh, you know, just take ten percent of it. And for me, um, there's several charities that I, I hold dear to my heart. So just hope when you guys become multimillionaires, you you remember that.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> Darcy Donovan. Thanks so much, and have a merry Christmas Thank you, to you. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: Folks, you're tuned to the Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas. The Vegas Voice, the voice for your health, wealth, and good times. Stick around, Trudy White joins us right after this.
5: Well, this is Dr. Phil talking at you. You know all those messed up kids you see on my TV show? Well, they're not book readers. Your kids need something fun to read. That's why I recommend American Stonehenge. It's a modern adventure story filled with great characters and mysterious plot twists. For a free preview of the first four chapters, go to jimmyandrew.com. That's jimmyandrew.com. Use promo code RICH25 and receive a 25% discount. Go to jimmyandrew.com And use promo code RICH25. Get your kids reading. That way they stay off my TV show. What were you thinking?
0: Celebrity voice impersonated. Welcome back to the Vegas Voice. Now, here again, the host, comic impressionist Rich Natoli.
1: We are back, and we are joined uh, via telephone by uh, Trudy White. And Trudy is the only daughter of uh, Chick-fil-A uh, uh, founder, and which we all love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Hi, Trudy. Good afternoon. Good to be with you, Rich. Good to, good to, we had a little mix up there. I messed up. I had, to, I had your time down wrong. And I went, oh, no, wait, she's supposed to be in the bottom of the hour. But <laughs> well, oh, thanks, yeah. <laughs> thanks to your publicist for acting quickly and fixing that for me. So thank her for me, will you please? So, uh, sure. we, we are, uh, yeah, Marissa was great on that. So, anyways, um, so let's talk about you and let's talk about, uh, about you being the daughter of the Chick fil A. Now, tell me about how Chick fil A came about.
6: Well, Chick Fil A was invented back in 1964. My dad opened his very first restaurant in 1946. He was 25 years old and single, and loved serving his customers. But a few years into his time at the restaurant he decided he could debone the breast of the chicken, he could put some special seasoning on it, he could pressure cook it in peanut oil he could serve it on some toasted butter buns and put two pickles on it because that's what he always did with hamburgers in his restaurant and he served it as, as a meal in itself, just a chicken sandwich, the very first chicken sandwich ever in 1964 and just three years later we decided it would be a product that we could maybe sell in the malls, in the shopping malls so in Atlanta, Georgia, is where we started at Green Bar Mall. But when my dad went to the mall developers, they didn't want to serve food in a mall because they said it'd create too much trash, too much smell. And so it took a while for him to convince him to let him sell his sandwich at the mall. So it's the first time to have food served in a mall in 1967 at Green Bar Mall in Atlanta. And from then, we've just grown, and even in your area as well.
1: Well, I I, I go to—yeah, we're in Vegas. I go to—I eat Chick-fil-A at the mall here. Yeah. You know? But uh, isn't—I mean, that's—I think, I think Chick-fil-A is the number one fast food— uh, restaurant that people get not only is the food excellent but i have to say then i want to talk about this because i want to know if your dad was a stickler on great service because when you get in line john when you go in line for chick-fil-a here you're not waiting in line very long everything moves very professionally and very quickly right isn't that isn't that true trudy
6: yeah, that's uh, that's what we're all about. We want to get served quality food, and we want to do quick service for people because we know uh, we are in a, a busy society. People have a lot lot going on and a lot to do. But I'm, I'm actually, it's a biblical principle that comes right out of the Bible that says that you know we are to give second-mile service. It's what we try to do at Chick-fil-A. We don't just do what's expected. We try to give, give over and beyond what our customers expect. So if you come and you see a line that's, At our restaurant um you may think oh this is going to take a while but to your surprise hopefully it's a very quick service that you get and not just quick service but friendly service we actually train all of our team team members who work at our chick-fil-a restaurants When people express gratitude to them and say, thank you, our answer is always going to be my pleasure. What we're trying to help our young people know that work in our restaurants to understand, it really is a joy to be able to serve others. Jesus himself said, I didn't come to be served, but I came to serve, so it's a leadership principle for us uh, to help our team members understand. Look, when you get an opportunity to serve good food to, to to customers and to our people, you know it is really a pleasure. And so we train them to to say that in a response. Sometimes our young people are saying it with their head, but eventually it gets to their heart, and they really mean it.
1: And doesn't this country need those values more than ever right now? They really. Well, I think anytime really we
6: anytime we need good values, right.
1: Yeah, but I mean, especially now with everything that's going on in the world, they really need that that kind of value system of uh, of just you know respect and treating people the way they should be treated and 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 good mm-hmm. for you for doing that. Now, how how okay? A couple of questions. First of all, how many restaurants do you have like nationwide? If if you, if 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 there's a number of you know there's so many of them, and then how active are you in in these restaurants like right now?
6: Yeah, well, we're well over two thousand restaurants across wow, the country. Wow. We're making our yeah making our way uh, internationally as well. We're opening Canada. We'll be opening soon in Puerto Rico this uh, this next year. Um, and I really serve as ambassador. I represent our family. I represent uh, our business. I get the joy of being able to go around and speak. Uh, at every restaurant that we open up, we have what we call a dedication dinner. And that is uh, for our team members as well as their family members. And it's an opportunity for us to uh, really, talk about a value that's important to our entire family, and that is the value of gratitude, expressing thanks for what we have. And when I was growing up, along with my two brothers, our p- parents were uh, very, um, very focused and intentional about helping us understand that everything we have has come from God. And that God owns it all. The Bible makes it very clear that everything is his. And we really believe that each one of these restaurants, when we open them up, uh, they are a gift from God. It is his business, and we are merely to steward and manage what he has put in our hands. So at these dedication dinners, we have an opportunity to speak to our team members and to their families and help them understand, look, we want you to steward well what God has given us, and we want to be grateful uh, to God for What we have, and for the customers that God sends our way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And there's and and you know when whenever a Chick Fil A restaurant says that they're going to be opening, and as soon as they open, I'm telling you, Trudy, it's mobbed (laughs) out the door. I mean, it's a, it's like a gold awesome. it's a gold mine. Yeah, the minute they open the doors, people are piling in. John, right? Did you remember when the one first opened oh, here yeah, in Vegas? Boy, uh, you you had to wait about three weeks before yeah. because the lines were so massive. Yeah,
0: you'd have thought Elvis came back. Right. Or something.
1: <laughs> Elvis appearing at the appearing at the Chick Fil A. It was it really was. I mean, you got to be so proud of that, Trudy, because I don't oh, think yeah. any other fast food chain has that kind of response from the people
6: well we we love it and we certainly feel extremely blessed but here's the deal which we we realize that now, a lot of people think we're in the chicken business, but we're actually in the people business. Mm-hmm. And so when people come and show up at our restaurants, we get really excited about that because the only reason we are in business today, and this is our corporate purpose, we're in business to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that God's entrusted to us and have a positive influence on all who come in contact with Chick fil A. So when we see those mobs showing up at the restaurants, <laughs> we see it as a tremendous opportunity to have a positive influence.
1: Yeah, no no, absolutely. So now you have kids that are grown and you have grandchildren. How, are they involved? Now your kids?
6: You know, they they don't get a chance. They uh, they don't get an <laughs> uh, an, an option. Uh, they are born into this family and so for each generation we're trying to help them understand Uh, Hey, because of the connection you have with this family, you have a tremendous responsibility. One, just to represent the Lord and represent the company wherever you are. Right now, we have 15 grandchildren. They range from the ages of 17 to 4 years old. And I am uh, constantly spending time with them, helping them understand the best way you can prepare Uh, To be a part of this family business is to learn now at a young age how to make good decisions, right? Uh, Right. Because anybody can learn how to make good decisions, you'll be a good leader uh, in the future. So they're all involved in one way or another, one shape or or, or another uh, with the business, and we love that. It is a family business. Uh, We love to be able to glorify God by what he's given us and to pass this on from generation to generation.
1: And you're telling those grandkids, get up here with those fries right now <laughs> and i'll tell you something those waffle fries are terrific john oh, the man. waffle fries oh my god yeah. i love the waffle fries <laughs> so how did how did uh, now awesome. yeah speaking of which judy with the waffle fries so now yeah. how did they how did you decide on those kind of fries because you know french fries are so important with fast food yeah. and right you, and those are great so how did you decide on like the waffle ones like that
6: well, of course, when we first started out, we were ser- serving the regular shoestring fries that, mm-hmm. that we're all very used to. And as what we try to do at Chick-fil-A is what can we do that makes something just a little bit different, uh, whether it's related to the food the, the, that we're serving or the service that we're giving. And so it, somewhere along the way, we decided, man, could we come up with a fry that's just a little bit different? And the waffle fries... People just loved them, and so that has been our our signature that we always serve with our Chick-fil-A sandwiches are are the waffle fries, and I'm glad to hear you like them as well.
1: Oh my God! I mean, let me tell you, something. I could eat in this place every day. I mean, you know, I love it. I love it. Uh, we're talking talking to uh, Trudy uh, White. She is the uh, daughter of the founder of Chick Fil A restaurants. Two thousand of those things nationwide, and branching into other countries. Um, we're going to take a quick break, but I want to mention her website. If you go to uh, TrudyCathyWhite.com, dot com, you can learn more about what Trudy's doing. It's Trudy Kathy with a C white.com. We're going to take a quick break. We got more to chat with Trudy right after this.
0: Folks, you're tuned to The Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas. Learn more about The Vegas Voice, the free monthly magazine at thevegasvoice.net.
6: Living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day, or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-437-1424 800-437-1424 800-437-1424
0: That's
4: 800-437-1424 Replacing your air conditioning and heating system is a big decision. That's why Johnny on the Spot Air Conditioning and Heating tailors every new unit estimate to meet our clients' needs. We go over all the options with you and custom design a new system for you and your home. And, of course, these consultations are always free. Schedule your free new unit estimate online at johnnies.vegas. Or call us at 702-JOHNNYS. That's 702-564-6697. Contractor license number 76827.
0: The Vegas Voice continues. Here again... Rich Natole.
1: we're back. We're talking to uh, Trudy Kathy White. She is the daughter of the founder of Chick Fil A restaurants, which we all love. And uh, and you're closed on Sundays, right? Out of out of uh, uh, respect for uh, for uh, Christianity, right?
6: Right. Most definitely. When my dad opened his first restaurant, it was a 24-hour operation. And when he got to the end of the week, when Sunday came along, he was just honestly physically exhausted and didn't want to open the restaurant on Sunday. And from then on, he realized, you know what? This may be one of the best business decisions I've ever made is to keep our restaurants closed on Sunday. So it's a way for us to um, hire quality people that are looking forward to an opportunity to have a day off. It's a way for us to honor the Lord as well. And, you know, you can only do so much in seven days. So we take take one day off and rest. And what we ask our customers to do, since you can't eat with us on Sunday, just order twice as much on Monday.
1: How's that? <laughs> yeah, and, and Sunday should be a day of rest. You spend with your family and everything, too. So sure. that's a great—that was a great thing that he did. And uh, and how many—did How did he start that pretty much right away when he started opening his first restaurant? Did that go into effect? Uh,
6: it went into effect at the very first restaurant from 1946. Wow. We've never uh, changed since then, correct. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: And so now you're the only daughter. Is there any, any – does he have any sons or do you have any brothers or anything? So I
6: have, I, I have two brothers. There are three of us. I'm the youngest in the family. Both of my brothers are actively involved in the management of the business. And, um, yeah.
1: Wow. They're all involved. So they – yeah. You know, how do you not be involved? It's such a great – such a great chain. So now do you travel a lot? Do you you and your brothers, do you guys travel to different states and go to the, visit the different restaurants? Do you, do you do you go there and just oversee, make sure the managers are doing what they should be doing, you know, that kind of thing?
6: Honestly, we've got other people that do that, but our local operators, our owner operators in our areas, including your area, they are outstanding, and they do such a phenomenal job. They, one, they're they're there to invest in the team members that work in the restaurants. They're there to service the community uh, and and meet needs for the community around there. So they're tremendous representatives, and we enjoy uh, the opportunity to connect with these operators whenever we can. Once a year, we bring all of the operators together and their spouses uh, for a conference. For about two and a half, three days altogether, and and that's a fun time to really be able to invest in them, develop them, and encourage them in what they're what they're doing. So my brothers and I we will travel in different places. We don't typically travel uh, t- together, but you might find us anywhere. You just never know. Either I'm at a speaking event that uh, is sponsored through Chick fil A, or my brothers are attending some things that are going on in the local restaurants.
1: Yeah, and so now, how, now since it's so massively large now, the the success of, of Chick fil A. How much of that success did your father see? Was he? Was he? Where did? Where did he leave it? Like, how big was it then?
6: Yeah, great question. My my dad passed away seven years ago in 2014. Oh wow! He so he's 90, said, wow. Okay. He, yeah, he is ninety three years old. He never retired, oh. and so he was at the office right up until uh, he got sick about the year before that. So up until he was ninety two years old, he was going strong and in the office. Uh, as every day he could possibly be there, so he saw tremendous growth. Never dreamed it could be as as big as it is today. But there's there's one one motto that my dad's kind of grown this business by, and this is how it goes: that, um, It says that that we are to, to that no goal is too high if you climb with care and confidence. So my dad was adamant about the fact we weren't going to try to b- grow to be the fastest or the, the fastest growing uh, fast food company. We just really wanted to go. So steady sure. and carefully and with a sense of confidence and with care and taking care of our people and so it's just slowly grown over the years and God just continues to keep his hand on the business and and bless it and we're just trying not to mess it up.
1: Well, you know that that's that's really the best your father was very smart because it's, there's a saying mm-hmm. in show business that says people that get really big breaks really fast take really big uh-huh. falls. <laughs> take yeah. really big falls. Yeah. And and the people that yeah. take baby You know, two steps forward, one step back, but you're still making that one Mm -hmm. little step forward, and you stay on that course, and that's how Mm -hmm. you grow, and you get prepared for something big that comes down the line, and all that is training up to that point. But people that skip the training part and just get the big, massive break, they can get overwhelmed, and they can't handle it, and then they fall. So your father was very, very smart to do it that way.
2: Mm -hmm.
6: That's right. That's right. And we, we're trying really hard to, to steward what God's put in our hands. And so that takes, uh, but like you said, thought and training and, and care. And so we're, we're just taking it one day at a time.
1: And so now where's your hometown now? Where do you live?
6: At Atlanta, Georgia is home for far me. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So you're in Atlanta. So you're born and raised in Atlanta?
6: That's right. Born and raised in Atlanta, went off to college in Birmingham, Alabama. I met my husband at a Chick-fil-A, if you can imagine. I was 19 years old.
1: <laughs> How perfect. What are the odds of that? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Well, I was i was actually a Chick-fil-A operator. I took a year off from college. I was home in the summer in a conversation with my dad, and he said he was looking for a Chick-fil-A operator because we were getting ready to open a, a second um, mall there in Birmingham. And since I was already living there and going to school, I told my dad I would... I'd be happy to take this uh, the restaurant. And so I was 19 years old when I stepped in to run a Chick-fil-A store, brand-new store in Century Plaza Mall, and I began to hire t- team members. And a young fellow came in, was filling out an application, and when I looked at it and I thought, hmm, I'm going to need to hire this guy. Now, I didn't know him. I'd never met him before, but he was good-looking, and that was my reason for hiring him. <laughs> and it happened to be the—and and then I got a little worried because I was his boss. I was kind of very really interested in this guy when I hired him, and I realized that he was going to school, meeting girls, and I thought, well, I'm his boss. I'm making out his schedule. He doesn't have to be on free on Friday nights to go out with, with any girls and the strategy worked we've been married now for 44 years
1: (laughs) wow god bless you that's terrific wow and so um now uh he he how how active is he in the in the whole chick-fil-a franchise
6: my husband and I, John and I, uh, run two nonprofits. One is called Life Shape, which is an opportunity for our operators to get engaged and partner with people around the world to make uh, a difference in, in ministries and lives that are going on. The second one that we have is called Impact 360 Institute, which is located south of Atlanta. This is a gap year program for young people between the ages of 18 and 20 before they head off to college, an opportunity for them to uh, get exposed to biblical worldview and study with us for nine months they get college credit for it and everything so we are both co-founders of both of those non and uh actively involved in those
1: yeah that's terrific that's it's really that's really amazing and uh and i think that i think that uh all the kids are going to get involved in one way or another the grandkids i think they're gonna you know i think they're going to be doing tv commercials for you guys <laughs>
6: <laughs> you, you think well you that's know so atlanta hard.
1: you know Atlanta's has become a big film mecca you're aware of that right right a lot no, of movies definitely. a it's lot really of movies different. and studios there now. So it's becoming
6: yeah, we tell our grandchildren, all of our next generation children, we you know, we tell them uh, we just want them to, to go out and have a positive influence and to concentrate right now on who they're becoming and don't don't worry too much about what you're gonna do in life, but right now focus on who you're becoming. And we feel like if they get the the who part right, they'll get the what part uh down the road.
1: See I think I now do you do this is what I if I were you, okay. If I were you, this is what I would do to shock people. I would show up at a random Chick Fil A and go, "You know that I, you know, my dad started this whole thing." I mean, (laughs) wouldn't the young kids would probably be wanting to take pictures with you and everything? You ever do that?
6: Well, they might. Well, I tell you, very interesting thing, very interesting that people don't know about our family. We do go to eat. At our Chick-fil-A restaurants, we pay full price. We don't get any discounts. I never have gotten a discount at any Chick-fil-A place where I've eaten. Uh, I want them to treat me just like a regular customer. And uh, sometimes I'll go in and go out, and they'll never know that I was I was there. Occasionally, once I'll get. My food then i 'll just kind of lean over the counter and i 'll let them know who I was and I thank them for for serving me and serving me so well and for representing our family and our company so well so it 's kind of fun I with my last name with a married name being white, I can pretty much uh, scoot in and out with people know, without people knowing me, but um, we expect to be treated you know just like they would treat any other customer in fact, we tell our team members a lot of times. Look, if you mess up my order, that's perfectly fine because I'm only coming back. You know? But just make sure you get everybody else's order ordered correct. So uh, we love eating at Chick Fil A. My favorite is probably chicken minis with sweet tea.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I'll tell you something. They've never. I've been in there dozens and dozens and dozens of times, and you know what? And different Chick Fil A's, and nobody has ever uh, messed up my order ever. Not one time.
6: Uh, so I, I don't. Uh, so I think that. your we,
1: training programs are, are really working. <laughs>
6: Yeah, well, you know, we appreciate that, and, and consistency is important for us. You know, we kind of feel like, you know, whether you're eating a Chick-fil-A in Vegas or whether you're in Atlanta or maybe you're uh, out in California somewhere, wherever you go, we want it to be um, a consistent product that you're getting and consistent service. Now, I will tell you that one of the things, uh, words that I always use to describe my dad was consistent. He was a man who was very consistent in how he lived his life, and as an adult now, I appreciate that so much. Um, it didn't matter when I was growing up, whether I was sitting at the kitchen table with my father or I was at the office meeting with other CEOs or maybe flying on a private plane to go out to a meeting that he might have. It didn't matter where my dad was or who my dad was with. He was very consistent in his character and his behavior. And, of course, behaviors come from our values, and values come from our beliefs. And I'm grateful for uh, a dad and a mom who were very consistent in how they lived their life. And so we kind of feel like if we can do that at Chick-fil-A, people appreciate that as well. And
1: you're doing it great. Uh, The website, again, Trudy Kathy White. Kathy with a a C, trudycathywhite.com. Thank you so much, Trudy. Much more success, although... I don't know if you can get any more success. You're doing great. (laughs) Trudy, Kathy White, thank you so much.
6: Thank you. What an honor to be with you. Thank you you for the opportunity. You too. Bye-bye.
0: Folks, you've been listening to The Vegas Voice Honey at 1400 KSHP Las Vegas. Rich and I do this every Thursday morning at 10. And, man, do we love it when you come by to say hello. We know that you could be a million places, but the fact that you've chosen to spend a little time with us, it means the world. It really, really does. So join us next Thursday morning at 10 for more of this, The Vegas Voice. Direct from the Vegas Voice Radio Studio. It's the Vegas Voice Scams, Schemes, and Senior Safety. Everything you need to know to avoid becoming a target of elder scams. Now, here's your host, the publisher of the Vegas Voice,
4: Dan Roberts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another segment of Scams, Schemes, and Senior Safety. I'm Dan Roberts publisher of The Vegas Voice, and our goal is to inform you of all the bad stuff that surrounds our lives when we answer the telephone or reply to emails. I don't know about you, but lately I received quite a few telephone calls from individuals claiming to be debt collectors. I've gotten all kinds, from robocalls telling me to press one for more info, to others that claim I owe money for something I never ordered, to even claims for stuff that I know I already paid in full. Even worse, some of these so-called collectors even threaten to call the police to have me arrested if I do not immediately pay. Some even claim that they are the police, or even more frightening, lawyers. Now rather than engage in an extended telephone call that you know you can't win, i found the perfect statements to ask to see if their claims are legit. Before you even think about paying, one, find out who's calling. Get the name of the collector, the collection company, its address, and phone number. At the very least, you'll throw him off his game. And if he refuses to provide the information, well, you know what to do. Two, get some validation information about the debt. Did you know that by federal law, within five days of contacting you, legitimate debt collectors must validate or tell you the amount of the debt, the name of the current creditor, and how to get the name of the original creditor? Again, force the guy to tell you all information, and if they refuse, well, you know what to do. Number three, and this is the best response yet, just dispute the debt. Say it doesn't exist or was paid months ago. Make them send you proof in writing. And if for any reason they don't have your home address, you know the guy's a scammer. Four, finally, don't even think about responding to any threats. If the caller threatens you to have you arrested, suspend your driving license, Medicare privileges, or Social Security payment, it's a scam. End of story. So what should you do when you get that telephone call? The answer is simple. Hang up the phone, hang up the phone, and hang up the phone. I do have one suggestion if you have any questions or concerns. Contact me. Afraid they're going to arrest you? Have no concerns. I'll post a bail. Just email me at dan at thevegasvoice.net. That's dan at thevegasvoice.net. We'll have more scams in future segments. Until then, this is Dan Roberts, hoping that everyone stays safe, be smart, and to always slam those scams.